talk about Brexit. <laughs> Let's keep going, keep going. It's fine. Fuck the internet. We don't need it. Okay. And welcome to We Don't Talk About Brexit, the podcast where we bring you strange, interesting, fun, weird news stories from the past month or so, I guess. Yeah. And we all talk about them and have a laugh and vote on them on whose story was the best at the end. Yeah, and you win nothing but glory. Um, and uh, we've got a new face here this week. We've got Gears back. Hello. It's well, a new old face. Welcome back, Mr. Geraint Williams. Thank you very much, George Fear. Vo- voice of Galbani Cheese. Face of well, Galbani Cheese. Face of, yeah. Galbrani, Galbani, Giovanni. Classic. One of the many. Makes them sound like a Hydra. If you kill Gears, they'll just make a new one. <laughs> yes. Yep, so this... <laughs> but, but that's not put it to the test. <laughs> so this week we're going to start with George Trier. Please tell us your story. Okay, so this week I take us to sunny Australia. Uh, Australia, home of koalas, uh, Shane Warne and Mr. Peter Warner from last week's episode. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, little throwback. It's um, not the Australia I know. Sunny. Uh, well, actually, it's not sunny because it's um, it's six fifteen a.m. And I don't know how sunny it is at 6.50. Actually, July, 6.15 a.m. in Australia. No, because it's winter. No, that's winter, isn't it? It's, it's dark. Easy. It's very dark. <laughs> oh, we now know this. It's a dark, <laughs> stormy morning. It's very ominous. Everyone's asleep. Everyone's hushed up. Everyone's tucked away at night. Except for two men rummaging around a house. What are you up to? Their own house? You just told us they're rummages. I assume they're, they're rummages. professional rummages. Like the, it's like borrowers, but rummages. We don't rummage stuff. We just sort of move it about a bit. <laughs> Rummager for hire, and then the number, and then they come and they have a rummage. You have a little rummage around my house, see what you find. Sounds um, a bit rude, isn't it, really? Yeah, no. <laughs> it sounds a bit kinky. They're in, <laughs> they're in not their house. They're in someone else's house. This, pers- oh, this person wakes up at 6.15, and apparently... He hears, he hears a noise in his kitchen or whatever, and he thinks it's his friend who often comes over to make him coffee in the morning. Because that sounds like rummaging. What? Yeah, no. He's like, ah, the usual coffee guy is here. And he's like, it's very What's he doing morning. to get coffee? What, what's he doing? So he, 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 get, he takes off his sleep apnea mask to have a look at this bloke who's making him coffee and ask him why he's here this early on a dark winter's night in Australia um, to see two men, one holding a machete and the other one, Holding a machete and a broom. A broom or a brew? A broom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's, not, a he's there like, I asked for coffee, not tea. Get back <laughs> well, you're the, the usual kitchen. guy. You can't kill a man on an empty, coffeeless stomach. What do you reckon these two people will ask Geraint since you're near, since you're new here, new again? Um, what do you reckon? New two, again. What do you reckon they're doing now? Two machetes and a broom in this. In man. Australia. Yeah. I think there's a lot of so when I think of Australia, I tend to think of like creepy crawlies and like spiders and snakes and yeah. things that can kill you. So I think they were hunting a snake. You think they were hunting it's a, a snake? Overkill though, isn't it? It's a bit no, machete. but like a machete in a broom. That's like a, that's like that's like a similar anaconda. Not not oh, in Australia. That's a snake killing hit. Yeah, exactly. In Australia, I take that for like a, a well, any spider. Anything. In Australia, are we sure that just what is like a standard knife for them isn't a mache for us? So they're like eating their steaks with like one regular. Are you, are you thinking of that scene from Crocodile Dundee? Like, I've never oh, actually seen knife. it, no. I've not <laughs> I know the Simpsons a bit, but. You call that yeah. a knife? This is a knife. That's, that's a broom. 
The other ones are nice. <laughs> oh, I think it's very nice broom before. Um, are they um, are they there to to trim his trim the horrible bits off his broom? They're deep bristlers. They're deep bristlers. Yeah, just like the horrible scraggly bits on the end. They've just come out to give it a good trim. Because it looks, sounds like he's got people working for him if someone's it, coming around making him profit. It does, doesn't it? Um, it they don't make enough money bummaging, so you've got to have some other <laughs> thing to do. He yeah. he's so he's so such a micromanager that he literally has people to do like hired for one specific job. <laughs> you come make yeah. my coffee. You're my you're my bristle tristler. How often do you do that? Um, Bristle Tristler. Like Bristle Tristler. Every day. Uh, you're all wrong, which is not oh. surprising since I gave you very little to go on. Um, <laughs> turns out they're in the wrong house. So they asked this oh. guy, they go, are you, and I don't know the name of the person they're meant to be meeting, they're like, are you Dave? And he's like, no, I'm not Dave. And they say, all right, sorry about that. And it turns out they were offered £5,000 to scrub a semi-naked man on the back of a broom as a sort of sexy kink. And they... The man I was gave right about them, the kink thing. They gave him, the man gave them their address and then forgot to tell them that he changed house. <laughs> how long ago, how much did Ramsey book this? Well, yeah, that's what I thought. This you, you'd let him know. Year. It's got to be tomorrow, otherwise, I'm not going to be living there, please. Um, Maybe it's his yearly rummaging. <laughs> Maybe he just has it booked in annually, you know what I mean? And he just. Yeah, and the thing is, though, if he booked it in and he did get the right date, maybe they had like a bad receptionist who you know <laughs> penned it in wrong. But if you if you like work for Bristol and Co. or Rummages, you know, and Sons, you need to be good with your dates because <laughs> I'm, they, I'm a bit confused though. Hang on, yeah. So what what service were they offering exactly? They were gonna scrub a man on the back with a with a brush brush. But why do they need two machetes to do that? Because, well, because. Um, he was a bit so, of a so, so the broom I get. He was a bit of a kinky, he was a bit of a kinky guy, and he was like, "I'll offer you, like, I, w- I want to be tied up. I want to be scrubbed on the back of a broom. I want it to be like a bit of a, you know, a, like se- a, a, a sexy, thing. yeah, ho- home invasion thing." And gave them a bit of liberty <laughs> into what how they did it. And he offered them five thousand Australian dollars if it was really good. And what they thought really good was terrifying. <laughs> how much is that in like pounds sterling? Five I do not know. Let's say oh, yeah. four thousand quid. That's a good, you know, Monday That's a mornings. Good price. That's a good Monday morning's work, isn't it? Imagine if they had started and he like he woke and he's like, "What are you, uh, what are you fellas doing here?" <laughs> well, I didn't say stop. Issue, yeah. Well, maybe he'd have got some more people involved in his kink. Then maybe he'd have been like, "You, you don't know till you try, do you?" So. Yeah, so I like that it's very clean kink. You know, very easy to... It actually cleans as you go along. Yeah. <laughs> it's about £2,800, by the way. £2,800. Oh, no, that's less than I was yeah. expecting. Oh, well, that's a spoil. It's still anyway, it's quite it's a lot. lot of, it's more back. <laughs> yeah. So these people say bye to this guy, and he obviously is still quite offended and phones the police, and they go after they go after these people. One of them is called... What's he called? Where is he? Lee. Bruce? <laughs> he's called Leroy. Okay. <laughs> the one with the machete. So he ran in. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> I, I thought of exactly that. Um, <laughs> so they eventually go to the right house because they, I don't know, they check their WhatsApp messages and the bloke had told them the right address. Oh, or whatever. Sorry about that, lads. <laughs> um, and they get to the house, knock on the door. 
the guy, the right guy opens and he's like, oh, hello, you're the broom people. Uh, okay. and you're the bristlers. <laughs> you're the deep wrestlers. Um, and then tells him to leave the machetes in the car because um, no one asked for a machete, did they? It's not part of the thing. Did I he... hope he really like, it made them feel really small. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he just like got really luxury. Didn't even bring any rope to tie him up with. That was the thing he actually asked for. Um, and then this is quite cute. Uh, apparently, what happened was um, he invited them in, and Leroy fell asleep on the couch. And the man cooked, uh, made him coffee, and cooked him eggs, bacon, and noodles. Oh, I just oh. What, like what noodles? It's Australia. It's it's a it's. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing there? <laughs> I think that sounds amazing. Like I I want eggs, bacon, and noodles tomorrow morning. Mm. I would love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yes, yeah. you, crack, you don't like you you don't eat bacon. And you mix it with the bacon. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, it'd be it'd be absolutely delicious. A um, few spring onions. Yum. Um, oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the, Leroy got off scot-free because um, they tried to put him for a charge of uh, breaking in to intimidate. But the lawyer was like, he didn't break in to intimidate. He broke in to, um, you know, get <laughs> someone off to de-bristle. And to uh, I was gonna say stimulate. It's not stimulate. Anyway. Yeah. It was the, wait, was the lawyer this improvisational in court? I <laughs> Your Honor, I'd like to take a five-minute improv session. <laughs> I'd like to call to the stage. Yes, ending. <laughs> um, I did think it was funny that you know you take the bar and then you end up defending a man who broke into a house with two machetes in order to uh, give someone an orgasm, and he broke into the wrong house. That's you that's what you imagine when you go through law school, isn't it? That's it's like, like it's like day. when you go to uh to, to drama school and you think you're gonna be on the crown and you end up selling cheese. <laughs> Nothing wrong exactly like that. Thing. You take Still the bar, you, you get the, the room. That's what they say. That's the old phrase. Um and that's the end of my story. Two men broke that's, into a house, wrong house. I like it. I like it. This is a strong return. Did you um did you have a did you have a title? Tiny class. Oh yeah, I did. Thank you, Gears. Actually, the, tit- the title, I should have I should have led with that because the title's the best part of it. Um, it's Broom, 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 Broom. I don't want you in my room. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my God. That's really good. continue. You've won. <laughs> You've won. We don't talk about Brexit. You've just Forever. won it. The game's completed. I, I introduce it never because it's over. It was done. This is the yeah. pinnacle we were aiming towards. Boss level. Because we're on streaming, here's the tiny claps that won't clip the sound. Oh, that's so pathetic sounding. Oh, oh very good, George. Do, 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 like, do you like applause? Like, kind of... Yeah, but then the people yeah. listening will be like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, forget you. They'll hear the shimmers. They'll hear it a little bit. <laughs> Oversensitive <laughs> ear people so, listening to that. Who is our next story? Bacon. Is it me? It's you. It's me. Yeah, it's, I've got it, is, it written down. It, it is says, I. Yes. Yes, um, tell us our new story. I will. So the, the name of, of my story, I don't know if it will match uh, George's, but the, the name of my story is Lunch Bois? Lunch Bois? <laughs> That's the name of my story. I'm sure it'll make more sense <laughs> at the end. <laughs> so, so, so once more. So, yeah, it's Lunch Bois? Is the name of? Uh, I'm really if, buying it. If, buying uh, it. Yeah, it's in a delivery. I'm getting a sense of what's going on. So I'm liking it. And it concerns a uh, little girl who um, 
went to school one day and uh, packed her own lunchbox the night before. And apparently this is this quite a common thing. The mum likes to uh, encourage the kids to kind of like, you know, be independent, pack their own lunchboxes. Uh, but on this particular day, she didn't exactly, um, she got a bit carried away, I think, in, in, in what she packed. So much so that the mum got a, a note sent to her on a platform called Dojo, Class Dojo. You guys heard about this? No. Um, we wouldn't, because I suppose we no. don't have um, kids in school. But it's, uh, it's, it connects teachers with students and parents, apparently. It's got a platform where teachers can Until send to the classroom and also <sighs> send a message if I guess the kids are When you them. say connect, what? So they become like an, an, an amorphous blob. <laughs> yeah, it's like the thing. Or do you mean? No, I just, I just mean send messages to them. <laughs> <laughs> But that, I, um, I bet that's an absolute nightmare. Like, because if you have like those parents that are like, obviously they really care about their kids and that's really, really good. But imagine being a teacher and every day there's just like thousands of messages. I mean, like if you've got not enough, enough when you play as a teacher, having to like update class dojo every two seconds. Yeah. Although this time it's going quite handy apparently. So yeah, the mum gets, um, gets a note on this platform uh, from the teacher. Uh, about the contents of of uh, her daughter's lunchbox. So, question is, what do we think that uh, little Emily, her name was, put in a lunchbox? Coffee, egg, bacon, noodles, brew. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because the name was the name was Leroy. <laughs> really the name was Leroy. <laughs> she was in school. No, so that's Emily. Okay. Okay. Very specific answer, I like it. Um, was it just bits of garden r- rubble? Like, what do you call it? Gravel, that's it. Gravel. Just, just a whole box of gravel. <laughs> no. Dentist bills are extortionate. Or maybe. Mm-hmm. Did she... Is this in the UK or the US, Gears? Because that will tell me. I too. think it's in the US. She, but I she, bring, actually... she brought a gun then, didn't she? Michael. <laughs> 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 um... No, I actually couldn't work out where it was from. It didn't seem to make, maybe the people wanted to stay anonymous. <laughs> or maybe and not knowing the country is a really good way of staying anonymous. We can't even narrow it down to the nearest <laughs> 60 million people. Um, so the mum did say when she found out, she didn't know whether to cry, laugh, or shake my head in disbelief. She should just do all three like a crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently, so, so the note that she got, so I'm afraid none of you were, were, were correct in your guesses. But the note she got from the teacher was, I just wanted to let you know that Emily has shown me that she has cat food in her lunchbox. Oh, uh. <laughs> yes. And then, like, I, when I first read that, I was like, that sounds a bit accusational. That's the teacher being like, just let you know. She showed me, oh, she goes, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but uh, she does go on to say, fair play to, the, to Emily, she said. She said that she packed it herself and did not tell you that she put cat food in the lunchbox. <laughs> I have taken it away from her. Can I get you <laughs> to chat with her after school? Is is what the note said. Oh so, my god! Um, she wants. She did not to cry, laugh, laugh or, or shake, shake her head. head Why would she cry at maybe, cat food? <laughs> maybe her dad. No, not, not Emily. This is the mum. I know, but still, she'd oh, be like, okay. no. Nah! <laughs> What's the cat like going to eat? 
<laughs> I think it was more, she must have been mortified that people would have thought. Maybe she just really liked the cat food. She really liked it and she didn't want to share. Well, I don't even did, have a cat. She did say of her daughter that she likes to be funny and is cat obsessed. Apparently they Aww. have three cats at the moment. But she said that it was oh, wow. uh, one of Emily's aspirations was to own 50 cats when she grows up. I really like cats, but that is just a, a, it's like an annoying number of cats. Very specific number <laughs> as well. It'd be like just the whole carpet would just be cats. Like you'd walk into a room and it's just a moving carpet of cats. Like that is my dream. You wouldn't, have a, you wouldn't have any mice though. So that's a plus. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's not rest. true. My cats bring in mice all the time and then just forget about them and let them go in the house. So <laughs> Maybe you don't have mice then. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't get the, the real cat, mouse hunter brand of cat. You just get the ones that are kind of stupid. They're more so. a mouse shepherd at that point, aren't they? Yeah. If you yeah. if you were a mouse and you wanted like the ultimate heist, that I mean that'd be it. Planning for like three years to rob the chief <laughs> of that house. <laughs> oh my God, um, if that's what it was planning, I, I think that's it a very behind the bridge. Um, do you want to know? So the mum obviously had a chat with Emily. Um, when when they got home, do you want to know what? Action was to have a guess what action was taken by by the mum as uh, a response. They got a dog. straight. <laughs> <laughs> they did not get a dog now. Do you want to have a guess? She locked the cat food away. I hopefully, but that's not what <laughs> they said happened. Um, did she say I'll pack your lunches? Because clearly. <laughs> You're not ready yet for that responsibility. <laughs> she was like, I gave you too, power, too, too much power too soon. It's I my fault. You've you taken a mile. <laughs> no, Emily apparently. was hoping to cook dinner that, that night as well. She's like, I've got really great ideas. Cat food souffle. Um, well, sort of, well, not far off, but like apparently what, what they did was they, they, together, they made human-grade cat food uh, for Emily to take with her in her lunchbox the next day. And oh. they did let the teacher know in advance, apparently, that it was... Cheap. I was going to say, yeah, because otherwise the teacher would be like, look, I tried to level with you yesterday. <laughs> Clearly you're a shit mother. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that really... I think it's a really sweet way of, like, yeah, it is, yeah. of handling it. I think, what is, it. I think it's a bit of a gateway drug, isn't it? Like, we'll make you human, <laughs> human cat food, and then when you can't get your hands on that, you're just going to have no resort but to start, oh, you know, God. raiding shops for real cat food. What is human grade cat food then? I think they just made it like I don't know, like minced beef. And, yeah, I'm you know, like it's the wet stuff, like spam. Human food. <laughs> it's it got like every kind of meat and like pounded it into a sort of blob. There you go, have that. Because if it's a Did dry cat food, one? it's awful. Did you guys I think it's really food? nice. It, yeah, it, it is. is nice. Yeah, but this is a comedy podcast, and we have to be cool. <laughs> so. Well, so actually, oh, yes, so in the article I read, which I read on Kids Spot, um, which I can't tell if it's kids. Uh, so a kid's spot. Kid's just, spot. It sounds like a website I don't think you should be visiting. <laughs> it's all, it's all Gears has an account. <laughs> it's, all, it's all... So yeah, what, you've no kids. Yet. You've been on kids. A lot of research on kids' spot recently. Um, but it, um, so apparently, there are 4 million cases of food poisoning a year. Uh, this is the US. This must be the US. And 
Do you know what? It, it, gave, it gave six tips. Six tips on how to combat food poisoning in your kitchen boxes. Don't eat. Do you want to know what the f- number one tip was? It was choose a lunchbox that's easy to clean. Oh, yeah. That was the number one tip. That is true. Number two tip, wash your hands. Number three tip, refrigerate the pack lunch. Um, avoid meat and fish in hot weather. And then one was, if in doubt, just throw it out. It was the last one. If these things aren't obvious to you, don't have a child. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> let back um, Yeah, one of them was quite interesting. If you're reheating, you've got to reheat to a temperature of 75 degrees centigrade, apparently. 75. So if you're reheating food, I think I learned I that was, when I was doing like health These are some work. fancy lunchboxes. Like when I was a kid, I just got like, you know, like peanut butter on a bit of bread, packet of crisps. <laughs> And maybe like a biscuit. That's like, why. That, that's the thing I got. Yeah, I just got like sandwich, pack of crisps, and a biscuit. A gold bar, a lot of gold bars. I just I'd always yeah, with, never good. I'd always eat the biscuit and the crisps, and I'd be like trash with like this beautiful <laughs> made sandwich because well, all I wanted was more junk. Well, I did yeah. look up. I started researching like other thing, other interesting things that kids um, brought um, their, into their like lunch boxes. And but then actually I didn't I didn't like want to go down that route because it started getting quite elitist actually and I, I it seemed to be like shaming a lot of parents about what their kids were bringing in. Aww. I was like I don't want to. Yeah, it was all like ha ha ha. I saw this kid bringing like you know, and I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. That's why that. I I think that like we've got school uniforms. We should have like a standard school pack lunch allowed to bring in as well. And then I reckon it should be one thing. It should be dry oats. Children <laughs> 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 are allowed to eat. <laughs> and then, an they'll, then they'll be grateful when they yeah they're basically they're horses <laughs> and one sugar lump michael never have children <laughs> and that's yeah. my story hey tiny well, they get... and and that was lunch what lunch what it's a play on lunchbox isn't it then it's a play on lunchbox oh right oh, with, very... with a disbelief of the teacher all right very well done gears welcome back by the way I think you're above me on the screen. You are. I'm a, I, you are below me as well, actually. So. Right, welcome back, mate. Oh! Um, <laughs> my story, because for I am next, as it is written um, on the piece of paper, um, <laughs> is called Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of the Really Dumb Lawsuit. Uh, because I had a look into it, and apparently a lot of the Sherlock Holmes books have the adventure of dot 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 it's really easy to pump out stories when you don't have to think about their name <laughs> mr conan doyle i'm looking at you i'm sure that was what he struggled on most was the title <laughs> yeah i'm so prolific at novel is he was he welsh no i think no. he was scottish <laughs> arthur conan doyle just sound a bit scottish doesn't it but I we know. don't know got... don't come here for facts people <laughs> i've got a collection of his books right there i could check it has information about him shall, in I, it. But I, won't. shall I look it up i'm gonna look we'll, it up we'll put it in the doobly-doo yeah, because uh, yeah. you know, I want to tell my story. That's why I'm here. Okay, right. So uh, yeah, so uh, Sherlock Holmes and the adventure of the really dumb lawsuit. So the estate of so Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle is suing two groups of people, uh, Netflix and Miramax, um, for two respective properties. For Netflix, they are suing for the new film of I don't know if you've heard of this, Enola Holmes. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like a young adult novel. Ton Netflix movie. It's aimed at getting uh, young women 
Uh, and obviously, actually, young men can read it too, you know, and young, other identifying, anyone can read it. I didn't as long think, as you're young, if you're I old, I stay away. I didn't think men could read <laughs> stories with female protagonists. I thought that's not how it works. If a story passes the Bechdel test, we can't even open the book. Like, yeah. it, but, <laughs> you remember when Voldemort got touched by Harry? That sounds really bad. Where did, <laughs> where did, where Harry, you read? Where did Harry touch you, Tom? <laughs> um... Yeah, so we can't even open books uh, past the Bechdel test, yeah. So yeah, uh, and for Miramax, a uh, boring thing called Mr. Holmes. Like, you know, the, the fact that he's got the prefix Mr. is the least interesting thing about Sherlock. Right, anyway, so the, what's, the, what's the grounds for the lawsuit? Why are they suing? Right, so the suit focuses around the depiction of Enola, um, who is based off of Sherlock. Um, now, Sherlock is a public domain character because lots of the early work has been collected under public domain rules. Um, the argument that they're making is that Enola breaches copyright because she displays emotions and she respects women. And um, I, 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 I trademark to Sherlock Holmes, is it? Was he the first or is it, or is that a breaking to... trademark? Are they like, Sherlock wasn't a woman yeah. and Sherlock did not like women? Well, it, it's a weird one. I'm actually, it's a weird thing to be suing over. <laughs> Why would you want to be associated with like reinforcing this weird misogynistic hierarchical? It's, it's actually a little bit more complex. But when I read that initially, I did think that that was really strange. But do you want, do you want to try and guess? I, mean, I didn't actually have any questions proposed for this, but um, do you want to try and guess what the actual like grounds for copyright are? I can give you a clue. There are 10 stories which are not yet public domain. Oh, so is there one like Sherlock Holmes and the Adventure of Respecting Women, (laughs) (laughs) which is not yet outside of copyright? Well, yeah, is is there one about women's suffrage? Actually, is there is there one where Sherlock is on the side of women's suffrage? I I only know this from the TV series, or was it a Doctor Who episode? Something. This is. I think it's a Doctor Who episode. Ignore me. I don't know. I can't remember now. Oh, is, it, is that the one with the, the the character who's similar to Sherlock, the kind of lizard character? I clearly do not know what Ooh. I'm talking no, about. I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we don't talk about yeah. anything sensical. <laughs> no. I mean, I would. It would have been cool if uh, Conan Doyle, um, you know, had written like Sherlock Holmes and the and the adventure of understanding the value of intersectional feminism. But it's a bit <laughs> of a mouthful. Um, I, I, I meant that in sincerity, by the way. Anyone who thinks I'm dissing intersectional feminism, I think it's a great thing. Who do you think you are, um, J.K. Rowling? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we're steering away. But, but also... Um, <laughs> we, we don't talk about J.K. Rowling. Who is from... Who's interesting is Conan Doyle was from Edinburgh, which apparently is... Isn't that where J.K. Rowling said she wrote Harry Potter? Yeah. I've been oh, yeah. 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 Sure, on the train no. from Edinburgh to Exeter. Let's just not give her any more time. So, were there any guesses? Did you want to guess? You can. Oh yeah. So, is, did, did you have a daughter? So there, there was like a female Sherlock Holmes or female I don't like know. he kind of struck me as like asexually reproductive. Like you know, Sherlock came from like a vat, um, and he could <laughs> clone. Oh, I know he doesn't. He doesn't he's not very. He's not very personable. It's actually the reason I struggled liking Benedict Cumberbatch for a really long time. Um, but no, I, that's that's not Ooh. correct. George was closer. What did George say? Uh, yeah. On the ground, was that being... Oh, yeah. A story that's sort of about it. Is, that, is it... Yeah, you got a guess, Katie? 
Is it because they? Is it because of the very reason that that the Arthur Conan Doyle estate just feel like they don't have enough money when they clearly have tons, <laughs> and they're just trying to ruin everybody's lives? Is it yeah. that? Is that the reason? Mrs. Doyle, have we ever considered working for our money, or should we just forever live <laughs> off of our grandfather's estate? Uh, no, I think we'll we'll Skype, we'll Skype some more. We'll Skype some more. And they've been hit so, hard yeah, by the pandemic, so they've got to see you. <laughs> you know, that's probably the motivation for it. And obviously, this uh, has big impact if it, depending on how it's ruled on British copyright law, but not quite. So I'll explain why George was the closest then. So, um, because most of the works of the of Holmes are in the public domain, but some of the stories are not, and they are still owned by the estate. What they're saying is that the movie draws on key elements that are specific to the later stories. Now, I don't actually know what the later stories are. Sherlock Holmes hasn't really interested me as a as a as a law case oh i love law i love reading about law and Sherlock Holmes. but um the extra stories don't interest me that much but but um so i don't know but i think if george is right and there is a a story about him respecting women then the grounds of the argument but well, actually let me just read what i've actually written because i'm more coherent in writing than I am with uh, improv um the element of emotion is key in the later stories because reportedly of Doyle's experience in the First World War. After going through an experience traumatic to him, he wrote these later stories with emotions developing in Sherlock. He also starts liking dogs as a character, uh, which a judge has argued is a protected trait, as would similarly be the case if he started respecting women. So because in later stories he has exhibited emotions and started to respect women, they are arguing that it is a protected by copyright, that this isn't part of his public domain character yet. Crazy, right? Also, but, public Sherlock's a misogynist. Is there public like, Sherlock, yeah. <laughs> Only behind closed doors is he all about that, like, respect. <laughs> well, isn't it strange that, like, so to stick with copyright, they'd have to have this female Holmes character disrespect herself and not respect herself as a woman. She's like, I would, I would chime in, but who do I think I am? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear my opinion. I'll just go back to the kitchen. <laughs> She's like, she turns where I belong. <laughs> Women, am I right? <laughs> sort of like, and the Conan Doyle family are like, we are fine with this. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of makes no sense though, because it's oh, like money. saying you can't have anything that's like new. You can't have any like new ideas about the characters just in case they might like be a protected trait. I don't know. That yeah. is, that well, is really strange. I, th- I think you're kind of right, because in the thread that I read this from, this is on Reddit, so, you know, pinch of salt with what I'm about to say, but in the thread, somebody claimed that they were a US copyright lawyer, obviously not the same country, um, but and said that a motion would be unlikely to be deigned as a, uh, like a, a response, like liking a specific thing could be, but an emotional response couldn't be because it's part of character development. Now, they also went on to clarify specifics, like let's say in the story, Sherlock had a dog who wears a monocle and was born in Kensington. That would be, you know, that would be protectable because there are so many specifics there. But um, but taking a main character and growing emotion would not be considered so long as those emotions were separate to a protected story element. So right. as long as it's not about him respecting women specifically because of the suffragettes, if that were the case, then that'd be fine. If he started respecting um, women because he saw like a woman get a high score on Tetris, that'd be <laughs> well within their rights. But also that would be most, that'd be the story of Sherlock Holmes and the first Game Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's write that then. Exactly. Yeah, it does sound a bit like they're kind of 
Because what elements are the same then? Is it just the name? Well, I don't know, because also Alona and Enola, and Granola, Enola, Granola Holmes. Enola Holmes is obviously their own character, so like... Yeah, I was going to say, like, it does sound a little bit, maybe, I don't know, just purely from realistic now, that they're kind of piggybacking off the Holmes name with a whole exactly. separate and character. Bit, yeah. You know, it's like, why not just make a new team of female detective? Because people don't yeah. watch it. Oh, I was actually, I thought you were... Gentleman Jacks did quite well, didn't they? No, I want to. I want to take yeah. back what you said. Sorry, I don't quite agree with you there, Gears. Um, I thought you were criticizing the estate. I think the estate is piggybacking off it. I think that yeah, you could argue that it's intellectually lazy to just use a character that exists already. But at the same time, I I don't know. I'm I'm always up for like alternate universe explorations of of characters. Mm. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my story. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, hey. I hear all of you. <laughs> Welcome. Good story, Michael. Thank you. Granola Holmes, my favourite version of Sherlock. No, you should make fun because Anola's obviously someone's name. And as someone who often gets my name teased. Oh, sorry. You're right. Uh, to any Anolas out there, you have a formal and sincere apology. Daisy. <laughs> well done, Michael. That was a great story. My story this week <laughs> um, is I've, I've titled it um, One Giant. Isopood. One giant isopood. Oh, it doesn't really make sense. Isn't the quote one giant leap yeah. for mankind? One, is that what you're quoting? <laughs> no, you're, you're getting yeah. that confused with one giant isopood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know that. That's that really famous. Well, that, I don't understand uh, what a parody is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not a parody, it's just. Oh, it's just a giant isopood. <laughs> it's a giant isopood. That's oh, literally no. it. Forgive me, I was trying to draw parallels. It's my fault. <laughs> no, I've not gone that deep with my names. I'm not that good at them. Um, so, um, recently, something very exciting has happened in an uh, aquarium in Japan. Um, so I'm going to introduce you to the Toba Aquarium, which is a very exciting place. Um, there are 12 zones reproducing the natural environments of its inhabitants. And there are 25,000 creatures in this aquarium um, across 1,200 uh, 1, species. Sorry, that's a lot of numbers. But basically, there's tons of little animals in there, and it's ace. I went on their website, and I had a great time just looking at all these little beasts. <laughs> um, and the aquarium is famous because it's the only place in Japan where you can see the dugong in captivity. Now, does anyone know what a dugong is? It's a Pokemon. It's, a Pokemon. Yeah. it's like a seal-type <laughs> Pokemon, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's named after a real animal. Yeah, it is. They so, were so yeah, lazy okay. with those Pokemon. This one is just like an ice cream. It's called like Ice Creamamon. It's, like, <laughs> it's just an ice cream. They've got, they've got one called yeah, Anola, Anola Holmes now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, quick, use respect for women. <laughs> it's super effective. Anyway. Oh, actually, that's a copyright in <laughs> Um, yeah, so a dugong is a bit, I think it's a bit like a manatee, but basically, yeah, it's, it's a bit like, it looks like an angry dolphin, um, but also a little bit like a guinea pig. I don't know, it's really confusing. I was looking at a picture trying to compare it to something, and that's what I got. Very um, conceptually clear to understand. Hmm, yeah. You can just, that's you know, so angry. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's that might be the reason. <laughs> yeah, and, and they are actually the, um, the like, origin, apparently, of the mermaid myth. Mm, because they look like beautiful women basking in the 
Yeah. <laughs> in, so wait, it's an angry dolphin because of the guinea pig, because of the beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently okay. sailors used to see these dugongs and they'd be like, oh, I'm being lured to the depths of the ocean by this beautiful siren of the sea. So they have um, beautiful singing voices? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're just... <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I'm not going to lie, we've been out to sea for months and I'm going to go and fuck her. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just called desperation, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so it's a very exciting place, Silver Aquarium. And this year, one of its inhabitants shocked the world when it did a poo. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I was going to ask a question. Why do you think that that's... Shocking, but I was suppose it I'll just move was on. Was that frozen poo? <laughs> I'm telling you about Because it had um, ingested drugs and then it was arrested and yeah, yeah. held in prison for a month and a half before Shane. <laughs> wow, well, that, that, that is a mega throwback. That is a real throwback, yeah. Season two, baby. <laughs> Josh, do you have any guesses why it's such a shocking thing that this creature has done a poo? Um, is is it like pandas? It's the first. It's the first one to poo in captivity because the rest of them just hold it in. They're like, will not be watched. They get like really nervous going to the yeah. toilet. Yeah, that is like close to <laughs> close to it. Yeah. So did it come out of its mouth instead? <laughs> oh no! Sorry. 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 Um, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, no one was around to actually see it happen, so could could be. Um, but typically, what happened was if in this tank, there's five giant isopods, which are like, they look like wood lice, but they live in the sea, and they're like this big. And so they're kind of creepy, but also really cute. Um, and they are crustaceans, apparently, but they look like insects. And they've not pooed for like years. Like, the scientists are baffled. <laughs> like, nothing, like, they keep trying to feed them and nothing's happening, and they keep trying to, like, encourage them to, like, digest the food, nothing's happening. But one day, he was, like, astounded, and it was a cause for celebration, because there was poo in the tank, which means that something's happening. So for the first time in <laughs> years, these things have found Yes. Out. So apparently, no fecal matter at all had been observed for two years, but even then it was only a tiny amount, and so it's, like, been, it's been the whole time they've been in captivity. Wait. Like, barely anything's happened. So is this the dugong or the isopods? The giant isopod. So what's the dugong Sorry. got to do with... Oh, it's just that it's a special uh, creature that's part of this aquarium. Okay. just makes this aquarium special. <laughs> okay. Um, they were neighbours and the dugong was the one who reported it. I thought maybe it was like yeah, a dugong it. went missing and then like it turned up in the poo of these like <laughs> isopods. That's what they eat. Well, that could be it, really, because well, we don't know much about these creatures at all like they're basically like deep sea creatures that for some reason they don't know anything about so they've decided to keep them in captivity to watch them but they don't know how to look after them so it's probably not the best decision but never mind um and they, they yeah well i mean i think it was probably done out of like positive intentions but um yeah they're basically trying to feed them all the time and not they won't eat anything and they just like there's like videos of them trying to the keepers trying to feed them and they're just like pretending to eat the food and then spitting it out <laughs> <laughs> or like just playing with the food like batting it around um but there was a video recently put out there of one of them just attacking a shark 
and like trying to eat its face off. So maybe that's what they eat. Who knows? It sounds um, like maybe these things aren't doing great in captivity. You know what I, mean? I don't think so. I don't maybe they're on a hunger strike. Video. They're like, put me back in the sea. Yeah, <laughs> Want me I to think eat? that's it. Put me back in the sea. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is we just don't know whether they actually do eat. Like, we don't know if they, like, how they, obviously they eat, but we don't know, like, how often they're meant to eat. Like, some, you know, they've not eaten for, like, five years or something. And it's like, we, they just don't know what's, like, what's normal. Animals photosynthesize? Really. Plankton can, but I don't know whether that's considered, and I might be wrong as well. No, it's a microorganism, <laughs> isn't it? No, they, they do. Plankton does, yeah. Yeah, no, but they are massive. They're like, they're like big, hefty features. Um, so, yeah, so basically, there was another isopod. They've had a pretty sad history, actually, at this aquarium. So, there was another one that, um, like, it's been, they're really famous for some reason. Like, there's so many, like, articles about these, like, these, these particular creatures. It's mad. Um, but one of them in 2014 did pass away because it hadn't eaten for five years. So, like, Bloody hell though, what a what a like getting away not eating for five years, and and then yeah. being taken down. Yeah, I know it's it's really sad, but I mean, hopefully, the fact that one of them's gone for a poo is like it means we can find out new things about them. And yep. they've analysed the poo. Oh yeah, and they found in it. They found in it. Scales of a fish that was not used in the feeding process at all at the at the aquarium, uh. which means that that has been eaten before the animals were in captivity, and then finally it's made its way out again. It's constipated. Do you, do you reckon they yeah. were like they had a deal like not to shit? They were like, look, if any of us shit, we're going to give the game away. All right, everyone agree, and then one chat, and they were like, fucking, oh, I've ruined it. But it's such a typical like mankind thing to do to not even like not even like first study them in the wild so we know what they eat let's just take them from the wild stick them in a tank yeah, you're right, actually. Why and then like that? work it out afterward it's such a i hate zoos sorry i've no <laughs> yeah the ones that can like conservation parks sure but and maybe this is a conservation park but it sounds like they were doing just yeah before i'm not sure like what what reason they had but apparently they were, i mean from from the article it sounded like they were trying to like work out how to help them in the wild so i think maybe that's why they were observing them but oh. it doesn't feel like they're doing them too many favors like right now colonization all over again in the sense of like, yeah. go in there and help the people out and they get worse yeah uh, but, we don't talk I mean, about brexit but we do get on our high horse about a lot of things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely well you know you've got to you've got to have some morals you know it's important um also i was going to say i'm not trying to equate what these scientists did to this <laughs> set of animals with colonization <laughs> i'm aware I'm you very, did not I'm learn very much in the last month have you <laughs> obviously um yeah so they came into captivity over seven years ago so this is like maybe a huge breakthrough like maybe this is going to tell us more information about these creatures or how we can help them um, and one of the, the keepers said, I feel like it's a, a sign. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's not the right quote. Oh, let me find it. Oh, no, I can't find it. And this is all one uh, quote. Think, Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. There we go. So one of the keepers the said, The scientist who was trying to like, find his note. <laughs> oh, right, where have I written it? <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the keepers said that it might have been triggered because there's been like a lack of visitors. So that might have meant that they're like, because they, they're quite a busy place and they encourage people, there's no like set way to go through it. They encourage people to kind of like go about like quite, it's quite a busy environment. And so maybe they're thinking that because it's been so quiet, maybe that's why like the, ah. they finally managed to like, 
you know, not be embarrassed anymore and just, you know, go the loo finally after be, not being <laughs> stared at for years and years. It's it's interesting to me because they're effectively <laughs> giant. It sounds like they're giant insects, effectively. Like, you, yeah. you said that they're, what did you say they were? They're a bit like wood lice, but they are crustaceans. Right. Yeah. The idea that this is how we find out that they have embarrassment. <laughs> finally they've managed to go just, to the bathroom i just don't associate embarrassment you know you don't i don't associate like obviously i'm not saying animals don't have value I, they absolutely do but i think that there's like degrees of emotion that you associate with certain animals like with a dog i see a dog being able to love and mourn and you know you know a big complex range but with a crustacean we see like yeah. guilty dogs yeah yeah <laughs> they can feel those emotions compilation to look at Fucking side eye from a dog, and you know, like the owner comes home and there's a plant all over the floor. It's like, did you do it? The dog's just like, it's a terrible video. The dog looks guilty, is what I was doing. Whenever a dog gives me side eye, I'm like, just look at me. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's embarrassment, but they basically they went to the toilet. It's very exciting. And I've just got some Twitter comments very briefly because they are hilarious. Uh, Someone said, I feel like this is a sign that things are finally getting back to normal. Someone else said, Isopod, you pooped and made the news. Good job. <laughs> and then the next comment is, and I don't understand it, but I'm going to read it. Sora Tokui poops three times a day and this giant isopod is getting all the buzz. <laughs> and that's my story. Is, 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 is that the person's name that is claiming they can poop three times a day? And like, why am I in the news? <laughs> it's either that or someone's famous for doing poo is three times a day. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well done. Really Thank good you story. Hey. All right. What do we do now? Oh, my it's, God. What do we do? Now, now we need to vote oh, on whose story we all vote? thought we're, were the best. But I don't remember everyone's stories. So, mine was broom, broom, broom. I don't want you in my room. Australian home invaders. Get right. Mine was lunch. What? With the girl who cat food in the lunchbox. In the lunchbox. Mine was the estate for Conan Doyle being really greedy and not very, not very forward thinking. And mine was zoos are bad. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> ice, giant isopood. Isopood. <laughs> and that tells you everything you need to know about the story. <laughs> We'll be back after the votes. So the votes are in, everybody. I've even got them on this very piece of paper. Try not to get too disheartened or hurt if you don't win, because not everyone can be like me. I haven't won this week, though. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I did. Sorry. (laughs) So in joint third place... We have, one minute, Michael and Gears. Hey. And you, you got two, you, you, but you both got two points. Ridiculous. Which is a good Neil champions. <laughs> <laughs> join third, join last. Then, Don't try and trick me. Nice. <laughs> Promise medals, two of them. Right. Join, not join, just, just, just one. Second place. It's me. I got three. Hey. Which means... That our winner is it George Trier. It's been it's a while. Five I think it, points. I think it's been multiple seasons since I've won one. <laughs> Same. Amazing. <laughs> we'll get him next Congrats. time. Congrats. Thank you we'll also. So I'll host I'll host 
I'll introduce the podcast next time. That's when I win that great honour of saying hi and then sort of making stuff up <laughs> and looking like a bit of an idiot. Yeah, it's weird Not that we've got, got like a few... <laughs> yeah. No, we've got a few seasons in now and you'd think that we'd have worked out just a thing of like, hi, this is what this podcast is. Yeah, but instead, it's just hard every single time. I, I don't think people who listen to us regularly think we've worked anything out. <laughs> I, no, I reckon that's the highlight of the episode, and they just tune out after that. They're like, ah, oh, they fucked it up again. If you, if, you, <laughs> oh. if, you, if you see some of our YouTube stats, that might be what's happening. Okay. Okay. That was a break my heart like that. <laughs> He's implying people that people do it. just... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> people are like, and it's Pete. I'll see. It. I'll see them well, again I mean, next the week. If you've made it this yeah. far, thank you. That's yeah. And you're probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we do. Hope. I mean, I watch it all the way through multiple times because I edit it, and I still watch it through <laughs> at the end. <laughs> it looks like he's going mad, guys. When they get in the episode for George's. <laughs> <laughs> not crazy. The longer we talk, George, the more there is for you to edit. So it's, like... it's what I love. <laughs> now, should we read a book to each other? No, <laughs> but not Sherlock Holmes, just in case. No, Harry Potter and the. But not, Har- not no. Harry Potter either. No, but the one where Harry touched Tom. <laughs> Marvel or Riddle. Join us next oh. week for more not talking about whatever it is that we're not talking about at the point in time where we make the episode. I don't know. Yes. Like Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Stay safe. I'll just bring that camera to me because I'm lazy. <laughs> <sighs>